Good morning, everyone. Welcome to Visible Live Season 6, Episode number 10. Oh, that doesn't want to make sure I don't knock that. It is the awesome show live because you can't spell awesome without me, meaning you. So really excited to host you for this episode. And I was sort of thinking last week about what would be the kind of like the, the most, one of the most common questions that I get, how can I help you guys with the answering of those and sort of like do this a little bit more like a kind of like an express workshop, I suppose. So today what I'm going to share with you is some things for you to consider and it's really probably five main things for you to consider when it comes to you building your personal brand, when it comes to you really dialing things up, I guess, and really honing things in. So here's the thing that I wanted to share with you. And before, just before we get started, let me know that you're on. Hey, Georgina, uh, say hey. Yay! You can hear me. I'm in a different area of the house. So I'm really hoping that the internet connection holds up. So really excited to have you. And if you are listening on any of the other audio channels where this gets shared out, like drop a comment, let me know that where, where you're hearing this from. All right, so the thing, the first thing that we think we've got to think about, and most people when they think about personal brand, let me know what you think about when it comes to talking about personal branding. For me and a lot of the people that I, I speak to, is it's more of a, it can often be thinking around how they present visually. And yes, that is a big thing, obviously. It's really important for you to be able to demonstrate, I guess, your, your personality, you want to exude confidence, you really want to, you want to look and feel confident, I guess. But really, at the end of the day, the, the way that you, you dress yourself, the way that you show up is only one little element. And it's kind of like when I look at, I'm looking at the five steps on my page, you know, where it is that we start to look at where your brand comes in, like your personal brand, the visual personal brand kind of kicks in. It's not the first thing because, you know, really like you can, I guess you can get dressed in any way, shape or form that you want, right? And, and the main thing we've, that we've got to consider and the main thing that I would want to tell you to do before you start thinking about, oh, I need to wear this style of shirt or I need to do this type of thing or I've got to wear this dress. First and foremost, the very, very first question is, you know, how do you, how do you want people to describe you? Right? What kinds of words and what kinds of language do you want people how do do you want people to describe you with? So, for instance, is it about really you know being stylish, elegant, um, edgy, you know, rocky, um, uh, laid back, comfortable, approachable, friendly, uh, organic? Um, you know, what what kinds of what kinds of values, I suppose, do you almost want to exhibit with your visual appearance? Because that's a, it's a big thing, right? So rather than going, oh, I want to look like that person or I want to wear things like this person does, you know, really bring it back to looking at the language of, of how you describe that and how you really want to be seen. The next part about all of this is like, we'll take that bit out because it's really, it's almost like the, 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 way, that you, the way that you dress, the way that you style yourself, it's almost like a secondary consideration because you don't always have to show up on live streams, right? It's also about how we create your content. So your content 
helps to form part of your personal brand. Yes, your visual appearance definitely helps to form part of your personal brand. But we've also got to take a look at, well, <clears throat> overall, what do you really want to be known for? What do you want to be known for? Do you want to be known as the person who is the motivator, the inspirer, the resilient person who always shows up, the one who always has all the answers, someone who is a like a, a safe harbor in, in a really big, massive storm? What do you want to be known for? And this really, I guess, kind of ties into your, into your legacy, right? Um, and the way that I think about that is, like, I don't want you to get caught up in, in creating this big legacy and miss out on your life. But often, we get caught up in the minutiae of, of building a business, of doing your marketing, doing your content creating, and everything else like that. And we can lose sight often of what the end game is and what we really want to be known for. And is what you want to be known for the the way that you are, I guess, like, is it is that in the way that you are show, you demonstrating that or building that in the way that you're showing up? So what do you want to be known for? And then the second thing that I really want you to do is have a think about, and this is some homework for you, is to sit down and think about all of the things that are really important to you in every area of your world, okay? So one of the activities that I was challenged to do, um, not last year, but the year before, which I found really, really awesome, was just to sit and brainstorm all of the things that I wanted to talk about, right? And it didn't matter what it was, whether it was about the choosing artwork on the wall, whether it's about renovating houses, whether it was about crystals or incense or photography or, or style or having nails done or... Uh, going out for morning walks or the, the games that we play on school holidays with the kids. Like there's a range of different things that you might want to talk about or a range of different things that's really important to you. So I would sit down and grab some different colored post-it notes and just start jotting down or in a notebook, start jotting down all of the things that you can and, and enjoy talking about. And it can even be the things that you like talking about with your girlfriends or your guy friends or your, your bro friends, <laughs> it might be with your parents or, you know, like, I don't know about you. I have different conversations with my parents to what I might have with my girlfriends. Something like there's often crossover because we all kind of, um, you know, have similar interests. But with my parents, I'll often talk about property and investing and, and different strategies for that. With my girlfriends, it's talking a bit more about, you know, what, what's going on in our world. So it's a bit of a different thing with other particular friends that I've got, it's definitely where we're often talking about money blocks or creativity blocks or you know dealing with feeling overwhelmed or dealing with our massive to-do list and our client loads. Other friends, I'll talk about energy work and energy healing and crystals and prosperity and, and all of that really cool stuff. So like just talk, like list out all of the things that you love to talk about. Right, so that's your homework activity. So that's really step one. What do you wanna be known for? And what's really important to you? Okay, they're the, they're the first two things. The second step that I really want you to think about is it, with your work, right? So with what, with what it is that you're selling, what are you guys selling? Type it in and let me know what it is that you're selling. Because if I can make this a little bit more workshoppy for you, then you know I'm happy, really happy to do that. Um, so 
Think about something that you might be selling and I'll use a bit of an example of, of perhaps someone in here. So if you are selling a, a if you're selling piano lessons, right? Let's use Jo because she's she jumped on. I've just seen her her name pop up in the thing. So you're selling piano lessons. That's really awesome. So if we think about all of these, and, and this is after you've done the homework, you have all of these post-it notes written out. You, I want you to categorize them into kind of like a business or energy or mindset or empowerment or like whatever the categories are. Like mine were like energy healing, um, marketing, there was social media stuff, there was a huge mindset, like massive, massive mindset stuff, personal development stuff. Um, so what I would encourage you to do is like to put all of those post-it notes into similar, lump them into similar categories. From there, I want you to have a look at the big three kinds of main categories of what you're talking about and see how they interlink. So for me, the thing that I look at is we've got the first thing, if I distill all of that out, the first thing that I get you guys really, really clear on is you, right? What makes you so different? What are your strengths? Uh, what's your experience? You know, who are you? What are you all about? So it's really, it's, it really comes down to your identity, your point of difference. So that's the first thing that I will, that I usually work through with you guys. And then the next thing would be audience, right? So one of the things that I am ridiculously passionate about talking about is working with people who you like, that you love, that you'd work, walk over hot coals for, that you could work with all day, every day. And you know, you might get tired, but you're not, you don't get tired of them, right? You don't get tired of the people. You don't get tired of that individual. You might get a bit tired from the work and the energy that gets, um, put into doing that work, but essentially it's, it's you know, they're, they're the people that you want to be able to work with, right? And then the next thing, once you nail those two things, that's when we start building presence. That's when we start really getting into the content creation. And all of that is how we build personal brand. So for me, like if I look at creating three main pillars, okay, so this is what you want to think about. If there were three main pillars of things that you that, that, create, that help like filter people through into your overall stuff, what it, like your overall service delivery or your product or service, what is it that that would be? So the, if, if you're a family lawyer, for example, what are the three main pillars that you would bring people through? It would be identifying where people are at, perhaps identifying what their goals are, you know, what is it that they really, really need and what they need to do. And then the next step would be action, right? If you are the piano teacher, like I was talking about, the first step might be about, again, you know, getting clear on what your goals are. And the next one might be about mindset. So I don't know if any of you have, have learned to play a musical instrument. I was, I was reading my uh, school reports yesterday afternoon. I, I had this thought of like, oh, I might go and pull out my school reports. And I played violin from year four right through to, I think at least year 11. I'm not sure about you. I can't remember if I played violin in year 12. I was certainly in the school band. I was always on stage. I would do solos. I was in the choir. Like I did all of that stuff. Now, what I discovered though, it was in around year nine, maybe year 10, maybe year nine. I remember having a conversation with my mom just saying, I don't want to play anymore. I'm, I think I'm really bored. I think I want to quit. 
And, and she said, that's fine, no worries. You see out the rest of the term because that's what we've paid for. And then if you want, if you want to stop, then that's totally fine. And I was like, what? That's ridiculous. So she really empowered me to make my own choice around whether or not I wanted to continue playing. From there, it was around managing mindset, managing expectations, and then really making sure that working with the teachers that I was able to then extend my playing into where it was that my goals were. So there was a lot of mindset stuff. Um, even like my, mindset's everything, right? And I really think that probably in all of your businesses, you're going to have one of your foundations, like one of your three pillars is probably going to be mindset because mindset ripples through absolutely everything. Uh, I play roller derby on the weekend and that is the most ridiculous <laughs> mindset game ever. Self-talk is so uh, insane, right? Like I was just like, no, I can't do that. No, I can't do that. No, I can't do that. And I'm, I'm too scared to even try because I don't want to look like an idiot and you know this, that and the other. And you know that's a whole other conversation. But really, like if you think about your three pillars, what are your three pillars? And if you imagine that they, that they intersect, so you build this kind of like Tribeca code, Tribeca circles, concentric circles, what are those three things? And then when you've got those three things, when they all come together, you'll have something that meets in the middle. And that's your, like the transformation right there. So for me, again, it was you, and then it's audience, and then it's presence, and then all of that is your personal brand, right? Or your, your ability to really own your rock star status in, in what it is, in your industry, in you, in you doing what it is that you're doing. So there are your three things, the three things, the, the, three, the three circles. So step number three, I, you know, the thing that I think is really important is not having the same freaking boring ass marketing message that everybody else has and does, or the same taglines that everybody has and does. You know, really if we all boil it, if we boil it all down to it, I'm, I'm a business coach, uh, business mentors specializing in online marketing. Yawn. Are we all asleep yet? Like, yawn. I'm asleep. I find that so freaking boring. What I find really exciting is thinking about, oh, you know, what I love to do and what I'm really amazing at doing is putting my fingers inside people's brains and, and pulling out some of this really cool, good stuff that you can mush together and then go out and use that as content or use that for positioning online, like really being able to unpack your zone of genius and the, and the magic inside your brain and then using that to create visibility. You know, that, that's, I, I love doing that. That is so much more exciting, I think, I don't know about you, but I think that is so much more exciting than saying, oh, you know, I'm, I'm an internet marketer. You know, I, I help people be visible online. You know, if I want to be put into a box, and it does depending on the conversation uh, that I might say, oh, you know, I, I love putting my fingers inside of people's brains. Alternatively, though, if I'm, if I'm talking to someone and I'm just like, I don't even want to have a conversation with this person, I'm not really very interested, I'll just say, oh, I'm, I'm an online marketing specialist. And then I'll fall asleep. So the thing that I want you to think about is the first part of this, though, so this is around your marketing message, right? So step number three, marketing message. I want you to think about the, the kinds of things that you love to do. So what do you love to do outside of work? What kind of hobbies do you have? 
and why do you like them? Right? So for me, I, I love roller derby. I know Georgina is like, oh. she's put a, a laughing smiley emoji. I'm glad that you guys can hear me. It's like, I, sometimes I feel like no one can even hear me and I'm just sitting here talking to myself. So I appreciate the interaction. Thank you. Um, the, 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 the reason I love roller derby is for the adrenaline. The adrenaline. I also love the mind game that sometimes I hate it, but most of the time I love it. The, the ability to really be able to stretch myself, push myself and achieve things that I didn't think were even possible. You know, I think that's really cool. Um, one of the things that I love about snowboarding is the same thing. It's like it's a physical activity and, and, and there's a whole lot of fear in there. And yet I, I find ways of being able to kind of step it up and, and overcome some of those fears. So what, what hobbies do you have and why do you like them? Because then what you can do is start to weave that, that sort of theming almost through what it is that you do. So I love adrenaline, I, I love music. You know, I just, music has always been such a massive part of my, of my world. Um, the, the, for, right from being a young, young, young kid, I would put on performances, you know, always singing, dancing, carrying on, all that kind of thing. Always imagined myself on stage or on television or in the movies, all of that type of thing. Except I hate having to speak other people's words. So, you know, acting kind of became a bit of a problem because I don't want to play someone else. I want to play me, um, which is kind of, kind of funny. Um, so like all of that stuff has always been around for, for, for forever. So that's really where like for this year, I wanted to really embody more of this badass kind of rock star vibe. And, and that has rippled through all of my marketing messaging, right? So your marketing message really, ha like I want you to think about the, the things that you love to do and why you love to do them and how we can really step through into creating this marketing message. So the first thing that I want you to do in terms of breaking this down is decide and work out what the three big problems are that your people have. My audience generally stressed, overwhelmed, and time poor. Like they're the three, they're the three big problems that, that you guys have, right? When it, when it comes to putting out marketing, creating content, being visible online, and, and using all of that in order to be able to make money. So what are the three big desires that your people have? You know, how do they want to feel? Do they want to feel inspired, motivated, clean, fit, healthy, um, energized, empowered, free, flexible? Uh, how, how do they want to really want to feel? So the three big desires. And then the next stage is, but they. Okay, so my audience, so the way that I would frame this would be, you know, if you're, if you're, and this is more for your work, right? This is not something you're necessarily gonna go to market with, but it will help form your messaging that ripples through everything that you do. So what are the, the three big problems was the first step. So the three big problems that people have is that they're stressed, overwhelmed, and really time poor. And ultimately what they want is they wanna feel confident, they wanna have a plan, and they wanna know what it is that they need to do and when they need to do it. Because this all creates certainty, it creates clarity, and it creates confidence. But they, and I want you to list, so the next step is like, but they. And I want you to list all of the reasons, the objections, and the excuses 
about why they haven't done this yet. You know, but they get distracted by shiny things. They get overwhelmed when, when they think about what to say, when to say it, how to say it, where to say it, and how often to say it, right? They want to know that, that what they're doing is actually going to pay off and that this isn't just an exercise in, you know, narcissism or, or ego, right? It, it's really about them feeling like they're really adding value out into the world. And then what you do is you'll, you'll write, and then I. So you do what you do. So And then I step in and I put my fingers inside your brains and I pull out all of this really cool stuff that you can use, package up, and then use online to create massive visibility and impact and results and influence so that you can get more clients and they can get results, right? So the first thing is to work out what you're passionate about, what kinds of books do you like to read, what movies do you like to watch, what hobbies do you like to do, that kind of thing, and why do you like to do them? Is it, again, like it might be around because it's relaxing and calming and chilling and whatever else. Then list out the three big problems that your people have and then the three main desires that your people have, but they, and then you list all of the reasons and the excuses or the objections as to why they haven't done it yet. And then I, off you go, right? So then I, you step in and you do what it is that you need to do. No worries, Georgina. Have a good day. So that's a really big step, right? Right there. That's a really big step. And this is the work that most people just don't even think about with even when it comes to creating content or uh, you know putting stuff out there they just kind of go blah, blah, and verbal diarrhea all over the internet so once you've got all of that down then you can see right from a personal branding perspective because your personal brand is 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 the sum of everything that you do right it's not just the the content you create it's not just the facebook live streams that you do it's not just the, the picture quotes that you put up or the memes or the videos that you share your personal brand is the sum of all of who you are so there's a reason that i post photos of, of my husband and i going for morning walks most mornings so like this morning we went to the gym together so i, I posted a photo of that um, the reason that i'm doing that is to show you guys that part of my brand is making sure that you're still managing that family connection while you're building your business, right? And it's, and it's not really to demonstrate balance because I don't believe in balance in terms of like equally, evenly balanced. I believe in bal I believe that balance is that you, I think it works best that you kind of go like all in right now with what it is that you're doing and really just kind of freaking own that. Was that Melinda Heard? Who just did that? He just did that little emoji there, that little like emoji. I saw the little, the tiny little phone, the little face like go shum, 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 shum. And then I didn't see who that was. And your name didn't come up. I think it was Mel. Um, hello, whoever it was, thank you for letting me know. It was you. I thought it was your photo. I thought it was your profile photo. <laughs> yes. Hello. So we've got all of that, right? And then the next thing that we want to do is to start looking at creating content creating content that really enhances, showcases you and who you are, as well as solves these problems that we've identified for your audience and then start adding value out into the marketplace, right? So your brand, I guess the currency of your brand 
isn't standard. It's not just about your visual appearance or that, that, that can go a long way in whatever way, shape or form that is. So you've got all of that. And then everything that you put out there helps to really like solidify your personal brand. When you really want to, I guess, step it up a notch, this is where, as we were talking right at the very start, that's when I would start to kind of go, all right, now I've got all of that down. How am I going to physically demonstrate these, these values? How am I going to physically demonstrate my you know, who I am through my visual appearance. And this is where the way that you look matters. The way that you look online matters. Now, I'm not saying that you have to be glam. I'm not saying that you have to be anything or anyone else except for you. But the thing that we want to do is really make sure that you're demonstrating your and, and showing up in the best, most fabulous, awesome way for you that you can every day in your live streams, in your videos and things like that. So some of the, the, some of the time that I show up, I'll show up in my workout gear. And you know, whilst I, I love having, you know, fabulous hair and makeup and, you know, looking really, looking kind of glam, it's, it's also to show you guys that, you know, it, it's not always about being glammed up and you don't need the glamming to be able to get the message across. Other days I'm like, yep, owning it, I love it, you know, and I've had time to shower and do my hair and get to the gym and do whatever. It depends on the timing of the day as to how I physically show up. Having, having photos, great photos if you take in, is actually also really important. And you don't have to, it's, it's, not, it's not something that you need to go and do straight away though, particularly if you're starting out. I didn't have, so I started my business, this business in 2010, and I did not have proper professional photos taken until 2015, and I'd already made millions of dollars in sales, right? The thing that you've got to make sure of is that you've got some imagery that reflects you and who you are. And the great thing that we've got available to us right now, if you are, I guess, like in a place where you do, you're not ready to invest in professional brand photography or anything like that just yet, We've got the beautiful thing of our mobile phones being able to take really excellent photos of us out and about. You can take selfies. You can have other people taking photos of you. Uh, it's not, it, it, you know, we, we've got, it's so much more accessible and easy now than what it was even in 2010 uh, when all I, all I, do you know what I used to do? I used to, I used to film blogs all the time. And I would actually, in terms of the photos that I would use and put up online of myself, they were always screenshots out of the videos because I didn't have a great camera. I didn't have a photographer. I was running on a freaking, like a negative budget, essentially like a zero budget to try and grow this business. And so I would just take screenshots out of videos rather than um, going and, and doing that. So there's, we've got ways of being able to work around things these days. Having said that, when you go in and you do invest in brand photography, you want to expect that some of those images are going to last you a good 12 months, right? Melinda, who just jumped on before, I don't know if you're, if you're still on, um, she took some photos of me last year that I'm still using to this day. It was nearly, it was over 12 months ago, the first round that, that got taken with her. What are we now, July? Um, yeah, so like the, the I guess like unless you've gone and changed your look dramatically 
or maybe you've changed, maybe you've had a value shift and things like that, then that's a little bit of a different story. Uh, but really like the imagery that you get created should really last you. The best advice that I can give you though around that is to make sure that you've done these other steps first. It is so crucially, critically important that you get these other steps down first and foremost. Otherwise, you know, you're gonna go and not just the money, but the time that you invest in getting professional imagery organized and things like that, you'll find that they, it doesn't have the longevity because you, you really wanna be able to make it fit you who you are, the things that you want to demonstrate and convey out into the world, as well as be able to match your audience with what, with how you want them to see you. All right. So there you go. Um, the next step in all of this is getting into action. And this is where I want you to create a content plan. So your content plan, the thing that I would have a look at is going, all right, with your three pillars, right? So you've got your three pillars. We've got the thing in the middle that, um, that is the culmination of those three pillars. I should do it that way, right? Because pillars go up. <laughs> so pillar one, pillar two, pillar three. And then like that tabletop is what happens as a result of these three pillars being in place. From there, what you wanna do is go, all right, so pillar one, pillar two, pillar three, pillar four. Do that, focus on each, on one pillar in month one. Then look at the next pillar in month two, and then the next pillar in month three, and then the next, the, the tabletop would be your month four content. And then just keep recycling and revolving around that each quarter for the year. So month one would be about you, right? So if I look at the four main things that I would need to talk about, then that gives you a, a focus for each week. And then the next one being audience. What are four things that I could talk about? That gives me a focus for each week. And then presence. What four things am I gonna talk about? That's a focus for each week in, in month three. And then the, the culmination of all of that is personal brand. What are the four things that I could talk about? That's month four, four weeks. All right, so it, it, it gives you consistency of message. It keeps you on track and on task. It keeps your keeps you on message. It really keeps your, um, it, it keeps your content flowing. You're always solving problems. You're always helping people achieve their goals, dreams, and desires and, and um, getting all of that done. Mal, agreed, we evolve with our business. Your image, your style, your confidence evolves. Exactly, phones are fine to start, just get visible. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Um, yeah, 100%, I agree with you. Phones are fine to start, 100%. But then, you know, there comes a time, depending on where you're going with your business, right? with what it is that you're going to do to then step it up to the next level. And often that stepping up to the next level, a really good way for you to really commit to that leveling up is, is having some imagery, having a style that really kind of like helps you embody that, that next level up, right? So yeah, I agree. Awesome. So that's a really kind of, I told you it was gonna be express personal branding today. So I trust that that's helpful. If you've got any questions about any of this, make sure you let me know. Super happy to answer questions for you. Otherwise, go and get cracking on the homework for this. It is super insightful. It will be absolutely helpful for you. And I can't wait to hear what you guys all come up with it, uh, come up with as a result of it. 
If you're wanting to expand on all of this, then this is some things that we're going to be talking about in Visible Life. Market yourself like a rock star, of course, because it's badass. You can find out more about that at www.nicolamorass.com.au forward slash rockstar. All right, get out there, go do the homework and have fun doing it. Remember, the world is ready for your brand of awesomeness. Oh, you're welcome, Mel. It's my pleasure. Thank you. Have a great day, everyone. I am on live tomorrow morning at 11 a.m. with the Coffee Run Live. It is Q&A Wednesday. So if you have any questions, make sure you message me and I'd be, I'd be honored to be able to answer them for you. Take care, go rock it out, and I'll chat to you tomorrow. Bye.